What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Set of Wild, episode 33, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. My name's Meoth, and as usual, I am joined from down under by Corbett to Games. Corbett, how are you doing tonight? Hello, hello, hello. Um, sorry, I'm just giving a little uh, preview of some of the core cards and things <laughs> that uh, we'll be talking about later. But hello, Meoth. Uh, I'm doing really, really well. Um, there was a little bit of news that came out that I'm very excited just, about to just a little. talk about. So. Yeah, no, this will be good. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, we've got tons to dig into. So as you know, as we're recording this episode, BlizzCon is wrapped up. So we've got a ton of news to highlight and recap. Uh, tons of stuff to talk about. But before we get into all of that, just a reminder to leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you guys enjoy our content. It does actually support us a lot. Uh, but yeah, let's kind of just go ahead and dive right on in. Uh, the first big announcement is the new expansion uh, has been announced, Forged in the Barrens. Uh, so for those of you guys that are familiar with WoW lore, I know Corvette and I aren't really, um, but this is a very popular requested area, very, like, uh, what is it called, memorable aspect for those that played uh, as part of the Horde in World of Warcraft. Uh, and so that's our first brand new expansion of the year. Um, they've leaked 12 of the new cards uh, to talk about. We're going to talk about all of that today. Uh, so let's go ahead and start talking about um, some of the brand new mechanics that are going to be showing up in this set. So the first thing that they talked about was Frenzy. So this is, um, you can think about it kind of like Enrage. So after it survives mm. damage, uh, it does a special effect, right? So the example that they use, uh, we can go ahead and talk about one of the, the legendary cards, Blade Master Samuro. Uh, so it's a four mana one six legendary. Uh, with Frenzy, it deals damage equal to this minion's attack, right? So you play it, you rush into a minion, and then it deals AOE damage to the enemy board. Uh, so you've got some special effects like that. Uh, we've also got brand new types of spells. Uh, so what they have done now is they have put spells into classes. Um, so they call them spell schools or something like that, I think is the, the official name. Uh, but now they're just like minion types, right? You have beasts and demons and all that kind of stuff for minions. Uh, and you also now have spell types. Uh, they've also retroactively applied these to a bunch of spells, right, from previous expansions. So it'll be exciting to see uh, what kind of wild cards get that treatment potentially um and some synergies that is it might it, open up is it every card every spell that gets the thing i no. feel like that's what i've been told but it's not i don't think every spell there's plenty of spells that won't okay. have a have a spell type um okay. but like stuff like fireball is gonna have a fire spell tag um and i'm assuming stuff like lightning bolt and maybe crackle will have like nature spell tags because uh, of a card that we'll talk about a little bit later uh, so there's seven different, and I'm sure that they're going to introduce more uh, as we move forward into future expansions. Uh, and then the last kind of mechanic that they revealed was uh, upgradable spells. These are very similar to uh, the spell stones, um, where instead of doing a certain thing to upgrade, uh, they just upgrade once you have a certain amount of mana crystals, right? So it starts off um, at two mana or at zero mana. You do a special, you have an effect, and then at five mana that effect upgrades, and then again at ten mana it upgrades again to like a third upgraded version of the spell. So yeah, I mean, Corbett, I mean, first questions: Forge of the Barons coming in a month, right? I think March twenty third is the reveal date. Are you hype? Brand new cards. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit hype. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very, very hype about all stuff. Um. Dude, it's so much to unpack. Like, mm -hmm. ugh. Um, <laughs> there's so much information going around. I think that, the, like, the, the spell classes, the schools, um, mm -hmm. the spell tribes, it'll be really interesting to see what exactly that does to the game, right? Because they're going to be 
obviously designed this primarily with standard in mind and doing all these kind of standard things. But if they retroactively give the tags to wild, that kind of opens up a whole whole bunch of possibilities that yeah. um, could actually genuinely take up things in a, in a pretty crazy way. So yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad that we got a date. We were told that it was early April. Um, and obviously it's the, you know, it's the former. So we're basically getting it ASAP. Um, incredibly excited about all this. Yeah, I mean, this is only one small part, right? Normally we see an expansion where we're like, hey, 135 new cards, how are we gonna shake it up? And this is 135 cards, just from the 12 that we've seen so far, some of them do look like they might actually already have a place potentially in wild decks, which is awesome. Uh, and hopefully exciting moving forward for the rest of the, the reveals that start in a couple weeks. Um, so let's just go ahead and do a little mini Crash Course card review uh, real quick for the people that haven't seen these cards yet. Uh, so the first one we've got, Mankirk. This is a 3-mana, three 3-4 three, legendary uh, Battlecry. Help Mankirk find his wife. She was last seen somewhere in your deck. Uh, so this is definitely oh. some WoW-related lore that I'm not like super in tune with. But basically what oh. this does is... Go ahead. Yeah, so I was going to say the lore. I believe uh, when he finds uh, his wife, she's... Um... No longer around, and he mm. goes on a little bit of a rampage, is the, uh, the lore. Rest in peace, rest in peace. But, yeah. I mean, in in Hearthstone, Mankirk's Wife is a pretty powerful card, alright? So it's a 3-mana, three 3-4, three, you shuffle in a, in a spell, basically very similar to the Faldori Striders and the Ticketmasters, that when you draw her, uh, she summons a 3-10 that hits the enemy hero. Um, so, I mean... Nothing super flashy, I think, but it's just a very strong card uh, for those shuffle rogue decks, right? Um, and I also think we may be getting to the point we now have Mankirk, we have double Ticketmaster, and we have double Stowaway. Like, maybe uh, a slower odd rogue mid-range shuffle build might actually take place. Uh, and I also wonder, the 310 hits space, and so maybe, like, Odd Hunter needs a lot of help. Maybe this is playing <laughs> that deck as well. Yeah, um, you know, you could run that shuffle package in Odd Rogue. I think it's probably going to be worse than you know going full face but we'll see like it's getting to mm -hmm. that point right with a certain amount of synergy and you know uh stowaways are very very busted card so potentially um you could also play it in you know things like priest um you could like hit uh the another new card a a tutor a spell from your deck um and you know cast that um so yeah uh you know seems fine seems like a good card uh i don't really know where else it goes though in wild too much apart from those like shuffle packages yeah, nothing super powerful, I think. Nothing that's going to shake up yeah. the format, but I think a nice role player. All right, so let's talk about the next card. So this uh, next legendary, Shadowhunter Vulgin. This is the free legendary, so all you have to do is log in to Hearthstone uh, between now and, I think, the expansion after uh, Forged in the Barrens, and you'll get this card for free. Uh, so this is mm -hmm. basically like the Vargoth or the Kael'thas for this expansion. Uh, it's a 5-mana 3-6. Battlecry, choose a minion. Swap it with a random one in its owner's hand. So yeah, I mean, this is some sort of like either combo potential or combo breaker kind of card um what are your initial impressions about this guy um the first thing that comes out to mind is mechathune like mm. you could potentially play out at like a target dummy and then play this get the mechathune down and then play like cataclysm so nine mana so we can do that kind of things um odd warrior like hand disruption uh, you know we've got an odd cost of dirty rat kind of maybe in odd very warrior. expensive dirty um, rat. Very expensive, dirty rep. We don't talk about that part. Um, but no, you can also maybe just play it as like a, uh, like, I don't know. I'm thinking of anything that runs more like heavier minions, like maybe a big warrior, where you get things off like live wire lance, 
and you get those little lackeys and then you can maybe get out a 10 drop kind of easily but yeah i'm being um generous i think my my honest opinion is that i don't think this i think the the vulgin in the like big decks i think like is a little bit of bait it's very madame goya-esque i don't even know if you know what that card is but that's the kind of vibe yeah. i get with shadowhunter vulgin um when you're trying to play it in big decks uh i think it's fine in odd warrior i was playing a little bit of it yesterday when it released like you actually now have a dirty rat it's a very slow dirty rat so it's hard to combo with stuff um i still i played like seven or eight games with odd warrior yesterday never really got the opportunity to test like brand vulgin i don't know if it pulls two minions oh that's um, weird yeah yeah i don't Probably know not, it, right i don't think it does but i haven't tested it um okay I mean, I think in Odd Warrior, you probably run it because you're that desperate for combo disruption and to give yourself a chance against maybe stuff like Rena Lock and Rena Priest. But even then, like, I ratted or I Vol'jined the opponent's second <laughs> spawn of Shadows, and then I still lost anyways. So I'm not even sure that it's yeah. good enough for that deck. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think I'm... it's not good enough straight up. But, you know, it's the one card that we got. It's the one card that we got between now and now and uh, when the release happens. So, you know. Yeah. Every possibility will be explored, just like <laughs> it was with like a Volcanosaur or mm -hmm. whenever that was. Yeah, the, uh, dude, I forgot the, about the OG that. free card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I want to bring it up in Mechathin Warlock. Isn't like Target Dummy Vulgin Cataclysm just like? Isn't that slower than the Dollmaster Dorian? Like you play one cost spell, Dorian plot twist, one mana Cataclysm, because you can do that as early as turn eight. The earliest you could do that uh, Vulgin is turn nine. Uh, well, no, it's it's nine it's nine mana for the doll because uh, you know you, you play doll for five, uh, then you you play a one mana spell, so that's six. You play plot, that's eight, and then the chaos the spell cataclysm costs mm. one as well. So it, it was it was eight, but then they nerfed chaos, so it's okay. also nine mana. Um, so, so in theory, it's like the same speed. Um, the difference is like this card, you can't have any minions in hand when you do the mech then, so kind of is a little tricky dumping everything yeah um the upside is fewer combo pieces um so i don't know it's kind of hard to say it, overall though because it doesn't change the clock that's why it's not really a big deal to me yeah now if this was like if like, like a seven matter combo sure but it's yeah. not all right fair enough we've talked about vuljin way too long for how good he is so let's move on to our next legendary let's talk about blade master samuro uh there's a four mana one six with rush not great stats at all it's actually pretty garbage stats uh, but he's got the brand new keyword, Frenzy, deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. I think every WAD player, when they saw this card, their eyes lit up, you know, hand buff paladin, man. This card is just perfect for that deck. It's um, filthy, you know, it's disgusting in, in that deck, it really is. Um, I think, I was saying this earlier, I, I think WAD players in general have a good feel for how good hand buff can be. And I think mm -hmm. standard players might underestimate it a bit because they're going to compare it to the old crappy standard hand buff cards. But Rush is like really just changed the whole game Yeah. when it comes to hand buff. Um, and so, yeah, I think this card's really good. Tutors off Christology, you know, kind of a thing. Um, I don't know. It, it's strong, like really good AOE for that kind of deck that doesn't really have that effect. Yeah, I think this in combination with one of the new cards that we'll talk about later... I think Hambo Paladin's getting some pretty powerful tools, and I think Hambo Paladin's going to be a very top-tier deck. It's looking like oh, two very powerful cards. Especially if it gets that Saranite Chain Gang, right? Oh, that, that's been confirmed, so... Like, yes. There's a lot going on here for Hambo Pally. There's a lot of... Like, how do you fit all this in? I don't even know. There's a lot of good cards for that deck. 
Yeah, we'll we'll get to theory crafting later once we've seen all the cards. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure, yeah. For sure. But like, Samuro <laughs> looks like a perfect fit for that deck. I think. I don't. I don't think it's going to see play in any other deck. But if you want to play hand buff paladin, Samuro is going to be absolutely kind of insane in that deck. Uh, let's move on to the last legendary that they revealed from the new set, uh, Brucon or Brocon. I don't really know how to pronounce this, but this is a four mana five four, nature spell damage plus three. All right. So remember that they have given like spell classes and so this is only going to work for certain sub type of spells um and we can go ahead and talk about chain lightning in combination with this because this is the nature spell that they revealed alongside it uh it's a two mana spell uh deal two damage to a minion and an adjacent one and then it upgrades at five and ten so at five i think it deals three and at ten mana it deals four damage to a minion and an adjacent one mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna go ahead and say this brucon if they make stuff like if Chain Lightning has the nature spell, my instinct is that stuff like Lightning Bolt and Crackle will get the nature tag as well. And then yeah, well. imagine Lightning Bolt and Crackle with a 4-mana 5-4 decently statted body with spell damage plus 3. Seems kind of busted. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say exactly without knowing mm-hmm. you know, what the whole pool is because this card could be not that good or it could be kind of broken. Um <laughs> Wow, that was such a reach. That was so bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, in seriousness, um, it can be like sort of a Malagos, right? Like if we're running Lightning Bolt and Crackle and things like that, um, it can be like a pseudo Mali that you can actually play out and, you know, doesn't have to be as bad. Uh, I guess like in Wild, we do have the Ancestor's Core, so maybe four mana is for a Mali. There's not actually any difference. Um, so maybe not, a, maybe not like an OTK deck, maybe more of like a Tempo or a Spell Damage deck with like, Raz and other like lots and lots of spell and nature stuff but yeah it's so hard to judge until we kind of see what the tribes actually look like you know anything that's synergistic like this i'm usually very hands-off and wait and see yeah i'm going with the assumption that those two at least will get nature spells and so i'm looking at like potentially like aggro shaman i know you lose the spell power totem but like you don't really want to be hero powering too much in that deck anyways and so like this or maybe the imprisoned phoenix with the spell damage, could like see a little bit of play with Tunnel Trogon, Totem Golem, and the Squall Hunter kind of aggro package, which would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's talk about the next card, which is basically a Priest and Paladin card. Uh, Spirit Healer, 4 mana, 3 6. After you cast a Holy Spell, give a random friendly minion plus 2 health. I mean, we got a card in Dark Moon Races that had a very similar kind of effect. Um, uh, light, light State? I think that's the name of the card. Um, I couldn't really see this seeing play because the Lightsteed never really felt like it was good enough for Wild, and I don't really think the Spirit Healer is good enough either. I mean, you're the Inner Fire Priest player. Like, do you <laughs> think this has potential? Uh, probably not. It's probably at least a little bit too expensive, right? We're at four mana. So that's a lot of mana for that deck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. But again, we'll see. All right. Um, let's move on to Druid of the Plain, seven mana, seven, six, Beast with Rush. Uh, and then with Frenzy, so after you rush in, make a value trade, you get Frenzy to trigger, and it will transform into a 6-7 with Taunt. Uh, so basically, it's like a 6-7 coded with Taunt, like kind of kill a minion, which I think is pretty strong. I think it's probably not good enough for like generic Druid builds, but I think if you're playing like a Taunt Druid or a, or a Beast Druid, uh, we'll talk about why you might want to play the Beast Druid in a little bit, but uh, I think if you're playing kind of those fringe archetypes, I think this is a pretty decent card in those decks, but... I don't think it's nearly good enough in Wild. It's just like a shove it in every Druid deck kind of card. Yeah, really, really good in Standard. Yeah, Really not that good in Wild. <laughs> like, that's the uh, that's the breakdown, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, Curb's so nice with Overgrowth. Yeah. I mean, I think... I talked about this a little bit, though. Like, what kind of decks have a ton of minion combat, though, on, like, turn 4, turn 5? That, like, you're going to be able to take a value trade and have the 6-7 like top a, matter. Like, Odd like Rogue, Odd them? Paladin, Kingsbane. Like, that's it? Right? Uh, I don't know. I think... I think minion combat oh you you mean in wild specifically wild because, specifically yeah yeah no I, in wild in, it's more for me is that by turn seven the game's already over for like a lot of things like big priests and things like that um so like in a lot of matchups the, the it's so late as a trading tool compared to the like what you need to be doing it's aggro that's mm -hmm. why i don't think it's good because like it's just so expensive to contest aggro and like yeah i agree all right uh let's yeah. talk about hunter maybe finally maybe finally getting a decent one drop uh so the one minute one three b sunscale raptor uh so it's a one minute one three it's already like an upgrade on dire mold because it's got additional text frenzy shuffle a sunscale raptor into your deck with a permanent plus two plus one so you play a one minute one three and if it somehow survives combat then you shuffle a one mana three four into your deck and then if that survives combat then you shuffle a one mana five five in your deck um in the reveal What's video that? it did say plus one plus one but it's kind of on the play hearthstone website as plus two plus one so i think that's the official stat line which is kind of nuts um my is initial it, is it confirmed sorry is it confirmed that it um like the second copy becomes like a five five or whatever i believe so yeah it's permanent okay. right? i just wasn't so. i just wasn't sure whether i was just wasn't sure whether the uh the next copy in line but yeah that makes sense okay yeah i mean i think the big thing with this is i don't know if hunter currently has the draw to support this in our format but i mean <clears throat> give me starving buzzer back and then maybe you do have a little bit of draw alongside master's call where this is a pretty damn good card for that beast hunter master's call style of aggressive hunter deck and i'd be excited um even if you don't have that kind of draw i mean i think it's just strictly better dire mold potentially that you might want to run yeah um if you get the card draw, I think this uh, could be a real thing. You know, this mm -hmm. could be really quite good. Um, we'll have to see, though. I mean, even without the card draw, like, this is probably fine. Even in standard, you know, just like a vanilla 1-mana one 1-3, one and it's, like, it's fine as a base. I mean, so you run, you run Dire Mole in that Hunter deck, right? So that you have yeah, exactly. something to hit with Razor so, Mole. Yeah, yeah, probably just play it straight up, Yeah. Alright, um, and then the last four cards, I'm just going to gloss over really quickly because I think they all suck. Uh, we have Imp Swarm. This is a 2-mana upgradable spell. Spell say that five times fast i dare you um for warlock uh so at two mana it summons a three two imp uh once you get five you summon two three two imps and then at ten mana you summon three three two imps uh i don't think this is good for darkest hour warlock just because it's kind of slow right and it doesn't summon a ton right you'd rather have the scheme and the implosion and the whatever the other four mana one one i don't even know the name of the card it's been that long but i think those are just strictly better than this so i don't really want to talk about it too much um desperate prayers is zero mana holy priest spell card god it's gonna be so hard saying these things um but this is zero mana restore five health to each hero and while this is probably something that you take off of renew when you're desperate for it but it's not really something that i think you're putting in your deck uh, uh unless you're playing can, like the auctioneer can, build right i can say this in big price really you like this yeah, better than so. renew um Potentially. I, I don't know. Zero mana. Just doing stuff with zero feels good. Um, uh, in a deck that probably doesn't want to float that much sometimes. I don't know. But maybe maybe you're right. Okay. Maybe it's just enough. enough maybe. I, I was initially looking at it as like, to me, it feels worse than Renew because you don't get the card. 
Um, but like if you are playing big priest like against something like Cedar Mage, five healing is so much healing. Like I'm just thinking about Dark Pact as a comparison, like the OG Dark Pact. You know, like one mana kill a thing, kill a, and that was insane. And mm -hmm. this is the mana cheap, but you don't have to kill something. Um, it's like five healing is so much uh, for like zero cost. Okay, maybe I'm underestimating this card. I mean, meh. I still probably wouldn't run it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. I, that's I fine. don't know. I, I just think it doesn't do enough, right? But, I mean, maybe, like, you're big, if you're playing Big Priest, maybe you don't need to do any, like, you don't need it to do a lot because you have Blood of Gahoons. No, and... like, you only have one power play, and it's just like, don't die, get to the power play, and you don't heal, care about healing the opponent. And so it's yeah. like, I mean, maybe. The downside is the palm reading makes this not do anything. Like, there's no discount. But, I mean, you it's also good against Dark Lair. It's good against Dark Lair. Good against Dark Lair, maybe? <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing that we care about? You know? Not I getting guess the it is. Out? I guess it is, yeah. All right. Fine. Desperate Prayer. <laughs> you know, I underestimated you. Maybe you actually have a place in the metagame. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see moving forward. Um, the last two, I am 100% certain, don't have a place. We've got Razor Main Raiders. a 5-mana, five 5-6. Five, Frenzy Attack a Random Enemy. Uh, and then Peon, uh, it's in there for purely flavorful reasons. Two minute, two, three, frenzy, add a random spell from your class to your hand. So yeah, so we've seen 12 new cards from the brand new expansion, and it looks like five to maybe six of them have a place in our format, uh, which is kind of exciting. It's good news moving forward. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of excited to see the rest of these cards. They don't start reveals for another couple of weeks, unfortunately, uh, but I mean, we've got a month. We've got 28 days-ish until the expansion comes out, potentially March 23rd. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Forge and the Barons. Are you? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. No, looking forward to it. Um, glad that we have a lot of other stuff, though, to tie us over while we uh, wait for all the juicy card reveals to come out. Yeah, because starting next week, we have uh, card reveals for the new core set that are coming out. So let's talk about the core set. Uh, lots to talk about here. Um, so... For those of you guys that haven't heard, uh, you're living under a rock because they're rotating the basic and classic formats to wild uh, as legacy, uh, and they're introducing a new core set, uh, 235 cards that are going to be free to all players. Uh, and so what they're doing is they're bringing back a lot of the, the some of the classic and basic cards are going to stay, obviously, uh, but they're introducing some brand new cards. They're also buffing some cards that are staying in classic and basic, uh, and they're also kind of bringing some cards, some fan favorites from Wild and bringing them back to Standard if they fit kind of their plans for the year. Uh, and so let's talk about them. Corset, they've given us a little bit of juicy tidbits to catch on to. Uh, so the first thing that they kind of announced, uh, fan favorites, Anoyatron, Tomb Pillager, Tyrion Fordring, and Fireball are all returning as part of the Corset. Uh, Anoyatron, God, people are going to hate that card already. I can already tell you that. Uh, but Tomb Pillager is one that I'm really excited about because Tomb Pillager was like one of my favorite cards ever because like that's how I learned how to play uh, Oil Rogue was during that time with Tomb Pillagers. So mm -hmm. I have kind of a special place in my heart for Tomb Pillager. Uh, and then joining those four cards, we've got Menagerie Warden and Assassinate that are coming back. So Assassinate was a basic card, I believe. Um, but it's going from five mana to four. They're just kind of upping the power level to match it, uh, which is like kind of the current state of Hearthstone. Uh, and then Menagerie Warden, so this is a kind of a wild card. I don't even remember what expansion it was from. Maybe TGT, GVG, something? Uh, damn it, I had it. Never mind. Uh, Karazhan, I think. Menagerie, Karazhan. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But 
they're bringing that back to standard uh and they're buffing it as part of the you know the moving it to the core set it's a six mana five five currently in wild when it shows up in the core set it'll be a five mana four four and that is a change that it's going to be permanent in wild as well so it's going to be a kind of a permanent buff for that card um yeah so those are kind of the first six of the cards that we already knew about that are coming back to the core set uh impressions about those six um i like all these things right like uh, it makes a lot of sense that we've, we're bringing things like assassinate up to modern day power level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, these are all like very much in line with what I was expecting. I think Annoyatron probably isn't as good as people might think. I think people might confuse Annoyatron for Giggling Inventor. Annoyatron wasn't really that good and it's not played in wild. So Annoyatron is very fine. annoying though, right? And that's the Yes, point. it is very, it is very <laughs> annoying. And it is like, it is good to have that kind of neutral, yeah. um, like tech option. You know, like it's basically a tech card against something like weapon rope. It's currently sort mm-hmm. of going on at standard, so it's more like that. It's like a, it's like that option, but I don't think it would be that good. Uh, Tomb Pillager, you know, we expected to see it. I expected to see it, and so I'm very happy that we see it. It's one of my my old faves as well. So yeah, no, I like I like all this. Okay, uh, and with all these old cards, we're also getting some brand new cards that are coming to the core set. I think they announced 29 brand new cards, uh, and some of those. 29 cards are going to be reimagined dragon aspects so basically what they're doing is they are rotating the original Ysera, the original Mali, the original Deathwing, Nazdormu, and Alexstrasza to wild so they're rotating into wild and they're introducing kind of new versions of these cards uh, so I just kind of want to re-emphasize like we're still getting to keep five spell damage Malagos in wild so don't worry about those if you crafted it for Maligood or anything like that uh, but we're also getting Ysera the Dreamer, this is a 9 mana 412. Battlecry, add one of each dream card to your hand. Uh, we're getting 9 mana Malagos. Battlecry, draw spells until your hand is full. And then the new Deathwing, 10 mana 1212. Destroy all other minions and discard a card for each destroyed. So let's gonna go through these one by one, starting with Ysera. Uh, because Ysera, they've also announced, they're also reworking the dream cards that are coming with her, uh, which is a little bit sad. Uh, but Ysera Awakens is going from 2 to 3. Uh, giggling Sister, or I think that's the name of Laughing Sister. Uh, la- laughing Sister. Gosh. Yeah. You said Giggling Inventor, now that's all I got in my head. But, <laughs> uh, laughing Sister is going from 3 mana to 2. Uh, and then Dream is going to a 1 mana, uh, 1 mana sap, basically, is what it is. You can't target your own minions anymore. Um, yeah, Ysera the Dreamer, I think it's going to be a really good card off of Dragon Queen Alexstrasza and potentially like Draconic Lackeys, but outside of that, like. I, I don't think Ysera herself is good enough for a while. She's very slow. Yeah, I, I think if there's one... like There are, there are really two decks, I think, that we can think about here. One is Dragon uh, Reno Quest Mage, mm. right? Like, So we can maybe play Dragons again, because uh, this is good for that. You know, we get that sap and we get the buff, the cheap activators. Um, the other one is Jade Druid. Uh, Jade Druid might be a silly one to think about, but... Jade Druid's kind of angling for any excuse to play Breath of Dreams, I think. Uh, and so we could mm-hmm. kind of get uh, some some fun value bombs. Uh, like with like with Malagos, we'll, we'll get to Malagos, I guess. I mean, we can I mean, we can go ahead and jump to Malagos himself. So Malagos, again, draws spells until his hand is full. I mean, do you want to keep talking about him in the vein of Druid? Yeah, I, I'm thinking like we play Ysera, like the new, the, the dream portal Ysera. Yeah, Ysera Awakens. We play that and then we play Mali and we get to pull out portals and that's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a fun thing we could do um again this is all very expensive but i, I like it and, and you know you can still play these kinds of things in that lpg style mage mm-hmm. um 
I'm hyped for that. Like, it might be the best thing we could do, but I'm going to have a damn good time with it. So, <laughs> yeah, let's go for that. Yeah, and then the new Deathwing, um, I think it's a better Deathwing because it doesn't guarantee yeah. discard all the cards in your hand. But I don't really ever see a place that we want either of the Deathwings. And so, unless you're White yeah. Delight and you're playing Big Shaman <laughs> with Dragons, I don't think you want this, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, so these are just three. Um, I'm excited to see what the new reimagined Alexstrasza and Nazdormu do. Um, mm -hmm. I think both of the current Nazdormu suck, so I really hope they don't screw up the, the third version of Nazdormu. Um, but excited to see. Again, we're, we're keeping all of the OG cards, so don't worry about your Malagoses and all that leaving. Uh, and then they also revealed five new cards that are coming as part of the core set. Uh, so Novice Zapper, this is a Shaman Woman, a 3-2 spell damage plus one overload one. I think we'll actually save this one for last because we can use this as a segue to our last topic. I don't know why I brought it up first. Um, so Fell Soul Jailer, so five mana four six demon, battle cry. Your opponent discards a minion, death rattle, return it. Uh, so first of all, demon tag. I think it's always important to note when we're looking at warlock cards in wild. Uh, but hand disruption, we're getting a little bit more of it uh, in wild and specifically warlock. Yeah, it's a weird hand disruption card where maybe if you silence it. Right, that way they don't get the effect. They don't get the death rattle back. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's weird because it doesn't like permanent permanently stop the um the the combo potentially, but mm -hmm. it is annoying, right? Like you can just play this out, and your opponent might have limited options. Like you, you all of a sudden you wipe out their psychic scream. Um, all right, discards a minion. Never mind. Um, discards the <laughs> so Reno. I was being part. There you go. Yeah, and oh, we get get rid of Reno, and all of a sudden, yeah, they they can't play it and they can't heal up. So it is uh, it is disruptive. It is annoying. But in terms of like combo disruption, I don't really I don't really see it. I don't know. Well, I'm looking at like how how does this interact with treachery? If I make my opponent discard a minion and then I treachery to the opponent and then kill it, does it return it to my opponent's hand or does it return it to my hand? I'd rather to silence it, but yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I'm just, I'm just saying, um, you know, like if you're playing it in Treachery Warlock, you know, and you happen to Treachery, yeah. I don't know. But that yeah, I, I think out of like, I don't think it's good enough for Wild. I think it's a thing, unless you're playing like a, mm. a Mimi Disruption Warlock with like Numferatu's, this, Ticketus, what is the the Chaos Grazer Warper, the three mana four oh, yeah. guard, whatever that name is. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's good enough for Wild. Um, but yeah, four mana or. Uh, but yeah, so let's move on to the next card. 5-mana, 3-6, Overlord, Runthak. Uh, so it's a 5-mana, 3-6 with Rush. Whenever this minion attacks, give it give plus 1, plus 1 to all minions in your hand. Hey, um, so we talked about like this deck that likes hand buffs and really likes Rush cards. I mm. don't remember what it was. Mm, I think it was in Paladin, right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think Handbuff Paladin absolutely loves this card. I think they're still running the technicians or whatever they're called the glowstone technicians i think this is just yeah this is better because it has rush and a better set line yeah this card's um this card's actually just disgusting in that mm -hmm. deck really good it scales really well itself because if you get it up to that five eight body i mean if it's hitting multiple times right like if it survives that first hit and then like it doesn't get cleared off the board it's so annoying so yeah kind of completely busted in that deck man hambo paladin this and the samuro gosh <laughs> You absolutely love yeah. to see it if you're a paladin player. So if you're bodybuilder or you're in min, they're they're, yeah, they're probably the most excited to see these, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Vanessa Van Cleef, two minute two three rogue legendary. Uh, so this is Edwin's daughter. Uh, combo: add a copy of the last card your opponent played to your hand. Uh, what are your instincts about this card? Um, 
I don't know. I really want to like it because it is a weird effect. It does make you think about things that you don't usually think about, right? Mm -hmm. your, your exact play order and making sure that the sequencing is correct is kind of cool. Um, I am a little bit nervous because that whole, you know, steal your opponent's cards and it doesn't really have great counterplay in a lot of situations. Like sometimes you'll just have to play out the one big card that you need to play and then you lose. Like, <laughs> um, so, so in that sense, it's a little spooky, but I think it is a, a pretty sweet design. We'll have to see. So, so it will make my head hurt trying to plan around, you know, how to use it all the time. But I, in wild, it probably won't have a home. Um, maybe in like Reno Rogue, if you want to go that route. But <laughs> Reno yeah, Rogue, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't really see where this potentially has a place. I mean, may, maybe, maybe in Reno Rogue, but like even in Shuffle Rogues or Combo Rogues or anything like that. Um, don't really know if you really want this either. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to our last card uh, that they revealed. The new one, Thrive in Shadows, two mana priest shadow spell. Uh, discover a spell from your deck. So this might sound mm. very very similar to Shadow Visions, uh, because it's kind of the same exact thing except for it doesn't discover a copy; it pulls it from your deck. So very similar to uh, Cleric of Scales, I believe. Uh, it's a very similar effect. Um, but yeah, now Big Priest gets four copies of Shadow Visions and. Yeah. Rainer Priest gets two copies. Um, yeah, this card seems really, really good. Mm. Really, really good. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Really, really good. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, in big, it's in big, it's probably worse than vision sometimes because you don't, like, stack spellstones, but you get draw into essence, so whatever. And in Reno, it's really, like, in Reno, it's probably better than Shadow Visions, which, you know, because you get to actually draw it and you want to be drawing. So, That's yeah, kind of insane card. That's kind of scary yeah. when you said it's better than Shadow Visions. And this isn't the core set, which is kind of impressive. So Yeah. I, I thought, like, Shadow Visions was one of my guesses for what they would put back in the core set. So it just makes a lot of sense to me. I think this is a good card priests have access to in the core set. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with priests not getting any strong cards, though. That's kind of my opinion. But no. <laughs> no, but really, though, like, I think this card is very, very good. I think it's going to see a ton of play in both formats. Um, yeah, so let's hop over back to, to Novice Zapper. This is the Shaman one drop that we were talking about. 1 mana, 3, 2. Spell damage, plus 1. Overload, 1. Um, I mean, let's just talk about, first of all, initial impressions of this card. I think it's a very strong card. I think you want, you want to be running this if you're playing an aggressive Shaman deck. This does a lot yeah. for very little. Like, mm -hmm. this does a lot. Um, cheap Overload Activator, cheap Spell Damage, good body on 1. It's a lot going on here. Mm -hmm. um also i believe that um every class will be getting access to a one drop as uh as part of the core set um they, they but, did yeah, announce so... that yeah uh every class yeah, is getting a, so... a one drop that helps you identify with like the identity of the class in the in that yeah. core set um yeah so you know spell damage and overload uh very mm -hmm. like core mechanics and things for uh shaman so it's cool but um yeah i'm interested in what we can do with this in wild with like tunnel trog and lightning bolt and things like that things that go face um yeah, also, yeah the good stuff so you also you mentioned how spell damage is one of the core features of shaman and that's a great segue to talking about the shaman rework uh the mini mm -hmm. shaman rework that they've announced for that's going to be introduced in the new core set uh so let's start with the uh the shaman hero power a couple of episodes ago we were talking about you know what we would like to see happen to the shaman hero power to make it better gameplay wise um and they obviously didn't listen to our podcast because they did something completely wrong and absolutely disgusting. 
uh, they removed the spell damage totem from the hero power pool, unfortunately. Um, and they replaced it with a new totem, strength totem. This is a zero two totem. At the end of your turn, give another friendly minion plus one attack. So it's micro mummy kind of on a totem. Uh, but dude, they took away spell damage totem. What the heck, Blizzard? What? Why? Why'd you do that? I uh, I really like this change. I think this change is actually great for the game. Um, I'll be taking no further questions at this time. Uh, over to you, Meowth. Bro, okay, can we get a moment of silence for Odd Shaman, at least, <laughs> before you go off on your little rant about how that's good? F's in the chat for Odd Shaman. Okay, it never got the chance to be a top-tier deck. And yeah. like, if they had unnerved spirit claws, it could have finally had its time to shine. And then they go and they remove the spell damage totem. And I'm just, I'm sad, dude. I enjoyed playing that deck. Because, like, you know, I'm a hipster. And that's, like, just the deck that I, like, it's just right up my alley. And, and they killed it, dude. They killed it for no goddamn good reason. Well, I think there are a couple good reasons. No, you know? there I, is I think... no good reason for this, okay? No, I'm sure there is, but... <laughs> the the spell damage being removed is a good thing. Uh, you know, R.I.P. or Shaman, but it had to die for the great good. Um, I think that the, the Shaman totems... Now they're all much more board-centric. They're less uh, swingy. Um, like, potentially, the, the spell power totem, I don't think it's healthy, if it, if it was ever healthy, to have the potential swing of one totem getting rolled. Yeah. You know, like, if I roll the totem, I get to clear off my entire opponent's board, and if I don't roll the right totem, I just have to, like, try again next turn and things like that. So you just remove so much of the swing and variance in the games like this and making it more board centric is good um so yeah I, i'm very very pleased about this change i think it's, it's much more healthier uh for the game um i think even shaman is happy about this funnily mm. enough uh like old shaman's devastated even shaman portal becomes worse don't know if you play it anymore but you know this card itself is like or the the, the new totem that we have super strong with like tamic might tamic surge splitting mm -hmm. axe like that no, I 100% agree that it was like it was probably good for the game. They probably didn't print more cards like Maelstrom Portal, like any cheap spell damage, like any cheap spells that benefited from spell damage, probably because of Wrath of Air Totem. But yeah, I I am just sad, dude. They killed Odd Shaman, and I'm just I'm I'm kind of really really sad about that. Hung up on it. No, but I, I agree. I think it's mm -hmm. good for the game. I think like you mentioned, um, the Strength Totem is nuts. Uh, I, I think it's a very good totem. I just wish they replaced Idiot Totem with it instead. You know, that's kind of my thing. But, um, yeah, so in addition to the, the Hero Power rework, we also got uh, reworks to some, to some Shaman staples uh, that are coming to the core set. Uh, and so what they've done is they've toned down the Overload or the RNG on a couple of cards uh, that are going to be part of Shaman's core set. So first of all, Feral Spirit uh, going from Overload 2 to Overload 1. So basically it becomes 3-mana... 4-6 taunt with Overload 1. Uh, Lightning Storm no longer does 2 or 3 damage. It always does 3 damage, with it, which I think is really, really, really strong. Uh, and then Earth Ellie, 5-mana 7-8 taunt Overload 2 um, instead of Overload 3. I mean, so we can just go one at a time. Feral Spirit, I mean, I think that's just a good change. I don't know if it'll see any play in our format, but I think it's a good change. Yep, love it. Good change. Yep. Uh, needs to be upgraded. Uh, Lightning Storm, uh, three mana. It's now a nature spell, by the way, so it benefits from that spell damage on Broken. Um, but it's a three mana deal three. Uh, I think this is really relevant 
not for the fact that you're going to be playing in your deck, but because now it's a very strong option off of Zeph. True. Yeah, mm -hmm. wow. True, actually. Um, hadn't considered that part. Damn it, Zeph. Um, but no, Lightning Storm, um, you know, we got rid of some of that nasty, yucky RNG mm -hmm. that was the game. We got rid of the Knife Juggler, you know, Crackle Implosion style BS. And, you know, now it's a, the card does what it should do. And, you know, you're not having to wait single time with bated breath to see if you die or win um so no this is great i'm very happy with this and yeah i actually think the card is strong um mm -hmm. not just off zeph but like maybe it opens up don't laugh but like reno shaman a little bit more <laughs> like having a consistent uh, having sorry. a more consistent I, early game. I can't <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's so much better against like secret mage or something like that um so i don't know good card yeah, yeah. maybe um and then earth alley uh Overload's two instead of three. Um, I think this is a little bit of a wee nerf because the only deck that I've ever actually run Earth Elemental in is the decks that I'm running the Shaman Spellstone. And okay. you run the Earth Elemental because it overloads three, and so it upgrades your Spellstone in one activation, and it doesn't do that anymore. I don't... <laughs> that That's my big problem um... with it. But, I mean, I know it's better. Don't get me wrong. It, I think it's better, but I don't think it's good enough to see play. As a five yeah. mana seven eight taunt, just because it's we a have lot so much... of taunt, <laughs> it's a lot of taunt, but it's we have like... access to so much easy removal in our format right now. So, because yeah. priests and zap. So true. I mean, I'm thinking of it in like an aggressive deck, but then again, we've probably already cut like faceless flame reef faceless. Yeah, you're not running the seven work. seven. So, do you really want to seven yeah, eight? I don't know, but taunt can't be ignored. Seven seven can be sometimes. I don't know. Probably not, though. Probably Tom not. can be ignored when they silence it for one mana, right? Or kill it for two. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe oh, maybe, well, oh, maybe you see it seeing play, like, in an aggro shaman. But I'm also maybe thinking about... Maybe standard. Maybe, yeah, maybe standard. Who cares about standard on this channel? Come on. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so that's the shaman rework. Uh, I think they're all very good changes, um, even though I'm a little bit salty about the spell damage leaving. But, yeah, so that's the core set. That's the the new expansion. Uh, a lot of little card review real quick uh, and just to kind of wrap it all up we've got uh, some just announcements to talk about uh that they've done in the q a like the second day of, of blizzcon um we've got a brand new uh game mode i think we've kind of glossed over this just because they've kind of glossed over it a ton they haven't given us a ton of details <laughs> right. uh but book of mercenaries or not book of mercenaries um i think it's just called hearthstone mercenaries uh yeah. it's the new they call it like a mix between a, a roguelike and a tactical rpg um and that's kind of like all we got uh so i'm excited to see what they they do with it um they have mentioned more and more that they're going to be doing more things like this as hearthstone is kind of an avenue for multiple types of card games now rather than mm -hmm. just focusing on the constructed formats uh, which i'm totally okay with i'm all i'm all for it um but yeah so i'm really excited to see what they do with hearthstone mercenaries uh, and then they talked a little bit. They had a Q&A live where they talked a lot about some specific details. So game economy and players. I know this was a, kind of a big issue this year with the Battle Pass. Um, but they have announced that the rewards track is going to be um, very similar. I think where they ended up with the Battle Pass was, you know, where they probably should have started. But it ended up very, very well for a lot of players. Um, and they have mentioned that instead of going to like level 50 it'll now go to like level 100 but it'll mm -hmm. take the same amount of experience to reach level 100 as it did level 50 
and that just means that you're getting rewards more often right so instead of every like two days you're getting rewards every day so that you can buy that pack or buy that arena run um whoever still plays arena <laughs> um but so yeah that's kind of the big change that they announced for that hearthstone classic uh so this is the new kind of unnerfed back to 2014 hearthstone they have announced that they aren't currently planning any changes to it um so that doesn't mean that they won't make any changes but they're not looking at um moving to next ramus or nerfing any cards mm -hmm. in classic or anything like that uh that's none, none of that kind of stuff is what they're talking about uh and then i think the the last big pieces of new uh, piece of news is that uh they talked about control decks i think is the big thing um and i know you wanted to touch on this a little bit where they've kind of started designing hearthstone and they have for like the past year or so a uh, year and a half that control decks are no longer going to be fatigue style of decks, right? Grind you out of resources. They want you to be able to control the board, control the early game, and then some have some sort of big finisher. So think Blood Reaver Gul'dan, think Anduin Raza, right? Some sort of way to actually end the game, unless like Priest Galakrond or Dead Man's Hand just kind of grind you out of the game. So I think really looking at more cards like Gul'dan, which is kind of exciting and also kind of scary moving forward. Hearthstone's kind of weird where pretty much every other game, you can't just do the fatigue thing, right? I was really confused when I played Hearthstone and then you could do the fatigue thing. So it's kind of interesting they're moving away from that direction, going to like the Zoth-style mm -hmm. bombs. And I do think you've seen a lot of that in recent times over the past year. They, they do seem to be pushing more of these bombs in general. Like they've made that move already, I think. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see like what they do with, you know, another card that they've talked about, uh, Juraxxus, mm -hmm. uh, which will be coming back as a hero card. Um, I expect Juraxxus to get a, a fairly heavy rework because I think, like, the making 6-6 six, six plan kind of goes against what they're, they're kind of hinting at here in terms of, like, a big, oh. uh, a big bomb. My, my Juraxxus. No, but at least we get to play oh. the classic, right? But <laughs> Yeah, but, true. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited because I think that's always the thing when I talk about stuff like, you know, people talk about like a slower Demon Hunter build or like a Reno Druid, right? They just don't have like very good win cons. And I think what this means to me now is decks are going to have win cons. And that, I think that's a great thing moving forward for just wild specifically. Just ways to end games, I think, is super important in our format. Um, and so I'm excited to see what they do and kind of the diversity and how they introduce those, right? We've already seen like Cthune. Uh, the Shattered, even though it's not a very good win con. We've seen um, Nizoth and Nuzoth. Uh, even Yashar is just sort of like a game ender on its own, right? Giving you multiple copies of Clown. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, and they also talked about potentially uh, class mechanics. So stuff like Outcast or Overload uh, could be coming to classes that don't currently have class mechanics like that, which I think oh, is pretty cool. Um, it's not something that they're currently... Like, it's not coming in this expansion right but stuff like in future core sets or future expansions they could be uh introducing those uh, for classes that don't currently have them which i think is pretty exciting yeah like they've, they've kind of already done that a little bit with class cards right where mm -hmm. you have things like lightning bloom sort of bleeding into into druid for example the load um and so yeah i, I think doing more dual class or like you know mixing in the mechanics and things like that could be a good thing for sure yeah um so that's pretty much all the news from the past, you know, 24, 36 hours. There's a ton of stuff to talk about. 
Uh, and then they snuck in one little last change to the live servers that I feel like we should touch on just a little bit. Uh, Hive Allura got nerfed yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So much news going on that it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, those... Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so we had a nerf happen yesterday. Uh, Hive Allura going from four to five. Um, four to five mana. Basically because Clown Paladin or Ramp Paladin or whatever it's called in standard. Um, cheese Paladin, me Cheese, cheese Paladin. Paladin. Oh, okay. It's, it's a bad wild deck, okay? That's how I think about it. And so, but yeah, the power curve of Allure and Tip the Scales was just not something that they really liked, um, and it was too powerful. I think Allure herself mm -hmm. had like an 85% win rate or something like that, if I remember correctly, if you had her on the yep. coin. So, so yeah, the Allure 4 to 5, uh, I mean, this doesn't really hit too many decks in wild. I think um, we had our own version of the Tip the Scales Labrums. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Librams, yeah, I, I might actually just cut this from Librams just because she wasn't like a super yeah. core card in that deck. I think you just cut her and you open up another card slot in that deck now, uh, which I'm totally okay with. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, make sure you dust her if you don't play any of these decks, right? Because you can always craft her back for that dust if you need it. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all of the news today. We're going to keep it a little bit shorter this week compared to last week. No, you know, 100, 100 cards to talk about. Uh, but we hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys are excited for all this news. I mean, Corbett, if you had to pick one thing out of all the things we talked about today, what would it be? Like that you're most excited oh, about? Corset, 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 corset. <laughs> the corset full reveal is happening on the 25th, guys. Just in a couple days. So by the time we get to the next episode of the pod, we'll be able to talk about everything going on there. And I'm I'm, I'm super. I'm super. So next week we're gonna be able to talk about 235 cards, right? All the cards Jeez. that are staying from Basic and Classic, <laughs> all the new cards, wow. and then all the cards that are coming back from Wild. I mean, we it's won't crazy. spend two hours doing it. I think we're going to make sure we don't spend two hours doing it like we did last week, but it'll be excited, uh, exciting. So yeah, Corset's going to be fully revealed this week, and then the week after that, I think, is when we start reveals for um, Forge to the Baron. So I mean, ton of content coming about. It's really nice for us, you know, lots of stuff to talk about every week, <laughs> which is going to yeah. be awesome. But yeah, you guys in the comments, let us know what you're most excited about, whether it's the new expansion, the new core set, some of the new cards themselves, or if you just want to mauled about the Shaman Hero Power Change, you can do that in the comments as well. Safe space, guys. Safe space. You know. Yeah, you can complain. I, I will sympathize with you, okay? Uh, I appreciate you guys all watching. Corbett, thank you again for joining me, dude. Let the people know where they can find you. Uh, I guess you can find me at Corbett Games on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube. Uh, might be taking a bit of a breather between now and the expansion you know just waiting for all the good stuff to come out but you can find me there if uh, you want to swing by yeah and we appreciate all of you guys for watching uh i do want to take a little bit of a short time before we end uh shameless plug i am hosting a giveaway for a bundle for forged in the barons over on <gasps> twitter i will link that down in the pinned comments so make sure you guys check that out if you guys want free cards um, but i appreciate all of you guys watching you guys can find me over uh on twitch as well twitch.tv slash Hope you guys are all staying safe. Hope you guys are all enjoying Harson and hoping hope you're enjoying all of the brand new announcements. And we will see you next week. Later.